Hello, welcome back to Flights to Allegasia, another tabletop talk. We have Jonathan here with us. Jonathan, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. You look really tired. Yeah, <laughs> didn't get a whole lot of sleep last night. Uh, had surgery on Wednesday for my ACL, so I'm still recovering. Ooh. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. That's rough. That is rough. Best of luck to you there. Wow. Um, yeah. And hey, you're fitting right in. I don't think any of us got sleep last night. Um, I know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, but with that being said, uh, everyone, as always, Jonathan, how'd you hear about us and what got you started on the inheritance cycle in general? So I found you guys when I was looking through Spotify, just um, trying to see if uh, there was anything for Allegasia because I've been reading it since, oh gosh, since I was a small, a small kid. Um, my sister introduced me when I was probably like nine, 10 years old and I reread the series probably three, four times a year. So impressive. Right. Yeah. 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 Huh. Okay. And you, and you said your sister introduced you, so that's just kind of how you got your path and the inheritance cycle started? Yep. Yeah. And then I was just looking for something because uh, I started reading my girlfriend in the series and just decided, hey, I'm reading this. Is there anything to go along with it? So well, hopefully, yeah. I saw you guys' podcast and I enjoyed it. So That's good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. It's um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, That'd be kind of weird. <laughs> I was about to say, that'd be really weird if you didn't that'd enjoy it. Just a, Hi, I got an interview with y'all. Your yeah. podcast sucks. Yeah. I mean, hey, it probably would happen. Long, it, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully never. But it'll probably happen at some point. <laughs> it probably yeah. will. Well, that's okay. We'll deal with it. It'll be a good, it'll be a good constructive criticism. Is there learning experience? Yes. Yeah. That's what we're looking for here. That would so, be pretty funny if someone just decided, hey, I'm going to pay you guys five bucks a month to get on and then roast you. <laughs> hey, I mean, jokes on them. For money. <laughs> hey, yeah. Who comes out in the end? Is I'm not right? sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that being said, Jonathan, do you have any questions for us? Um, Not really. I was trying to think of a few last night and my brain was more focused on the pains that's fair that's fair yeah <laughs> that's fair so i guess we'll just shoot the shit which we're always very good at as you can tell we ramble about yeah. everything and on the topic of everything because i forget who quoted it in our in our facebook page they literally quoted wow an episode about aragon and not marvel so let's talk about marvel today <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, who, uh, who, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite Marvel superhero or villain? Or, or or DC if you prefer DC. No, screw DC. Fuck DC. Um, there was a while where I liked DC, but that's when I was a little child and liked Batman, like everyone did. Um, I loved Batman when I was a kid. Most fair. But I would say right now, um, I've always liked Iron Man. It, I mean, it was the first one I saw, and. I don't know. I just like Tony Stark's beard. So, <laughs> facts. And you can tell Ar- Armin's going for the little, the little shave up of it. I yeah. am going for not looking like a hobo, because um, <laughs> uh, that's what happens without it. But um, 
<laughs> no, I th- it's really funny how you talked about how like that was the first movie you ever saw. Because for me, if I'm not mistaken, my favorite superhero is Captain America, and that is also the first Marvel movie I ever saw. I yeah. do believe. Uh, well, no, I guess I saw Spider Man, like with uh, was it Tony McGuire, yeah. the first one? Um, yeah, I saw all the Spider Mans, but not the uh, yeah, nothing else. I haven't seen. Or well, I saw some of the X Men, but okay, yeah, yeah, yeah the X Men. No, I no, <laughs> that's yeah. just not where it's at. Um, that that's just, might be the same thing for me too. The first Marvel movie that I actually saw that I understood as Marvel was the original Avengers. That's still one of my favorites. Um, although Iron Man is also one of my favorite, like Iron Man One is one of my favorite movies. Um, so yeah. I remember watching the whole entire series through in a week, basically like the, like the main mark, like the, the cinematic of like the movie storyline, because I was working off early and I just sat there all day. And so I just watched all of the movies basically, you know, I remember that. That, was, um, that, was funny. that was, that was kind of funny. <laughs> Ooh. All right. So if you, man, I wasn't planning on asking questions here, Jonathan, you threw me for a loop. Still no problem. <laughs> is your is your if you don't mind i mean if, if it's too personal we can just move on but how'd you tear your sal or like why did you play sports or um well so this past summer i was helping out at a bible camp and uh yeah we were just hanging out because it was a few interns um the director and his wife and then their kids and we were just playing some baseball in the front yard and I stopped on third base and my knee went in and Ooh. I felt some Ooh. some lovely stuff in there. So and it does not sound good at all. We for you. Both <laughs> of us both of us played baseball. That sounds awful. Yeah. Ugh. That does sound awful. It didn't hurt at all, so I was happy about that. Damn. That's impressive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I, I won't lie. I, I mean I haven't had ACL torn or meniscus or any of those ligaments. So I mean I yeah. I figured it would just hurt really bad. Personally, yeah. I mean, there's no nerves in your ligaments, so it's all right, I suppose. I mean, that's fair. But like, yeah, wouldn't, your joints, wouldn't your joints start hurting because you don't have the support? It wasn't quite a full tear, so okay. it wasn't as bad. Okay. But yeah, then I also had minor tears in my meniscus, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no I remember... weight bearing for weeks. Say it again? There's no weight bearing for weeks. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one's that. That's just a that's just a nasty injury to have. It takes. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. That sucks. It's yeah. like um. Wait, Chip, have you had any concussions? Yeah. I mean, not I medically diagnosed her. concussions, but come on now. <laughs> I mean, yes, knowing you, you've had concussions, but I I couldn't remember a specific one that you had. Uh, I had that one in wrestling. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's yeah. the only thing I could like equate that length of injury to because like I've had two concussions and um, they're both like the amount of time that it took to recover from those was so annoying. Yeah. Like, I I'm very I, I don't know if you've noticed this, Jonathan, but I'm very impatient and love to be active and waiting for me my even myself to heal is a very very bad situation for anyone that's around me. Armin can testify. <laughs> Everyone hates it. My fiance could testify that it's just, I just, I won't laugh. I've become like a little baby back bitch about it. 
And I just want to be done and be ready and be back in the world. Because let's be honest, that's exactly what's going on. So I have five one word for that. You have what? Yeah. I said, I've got one word for that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure she does too. (laughs) Uh, mm, mm -hmm. So what do you do for a living, Jonathan? Um, Well, right now I'm currently unemployed because of uh, multiple surgeries that I've had. So just kind of waiting until I'm back to a point where I can start to work. So. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. You got to take care of yourself. Everyone, we're, I think everyone needs to learn that lesson. I know Armin learned that lesson pretty recently and I've yet to learn that lesson. That's why I still work, overwork myself. And so it's, it's yeah, but it, good for you for taking care of yourself first. That's a big thing. Yeah. I mean, also you physically can't, I mean, that's. Well, currently, yes, but <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a little rude. Yeah, I'm gonna say, come on, asshole. <laughs> All right, well, if it makes you feel any better, I was getting beaten over the head with that lesson for the past year, and I'm not fully there yet, but um that's <laughs> um no, that's I, I feel that though. That is um that's the tough spot to be in. Like I we feel for you. Yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, hey, I mean all things considered, this is probably the best time to do it because of COVID. And yeah, you know, maybe that's maybe. <laughs> I, think. I don't know. Armin, do you have any questions? I'm just rambling now. Yeah. Um, I, in terms of just like literary movies, TV characters in general, um, uh, we talk about this a lot in terms of like villain characters and how Gabatorx is playing out. Um, which is still confusing the living daylights out of me. But um, yeah, in terms of villains in anything, in any like book, movie, TV series, play, drama, anything, do you have a particular type of villain that's your favorite, or a particular villain that uh, that you just like to watch? Um, it's like what they do, or maybe uh, like a specific character. Um, I just about that intrigues me. Um, not particularly. Uh, I'm really big into either fantasy movies or like uh, realistic war movies. So, like one of my favorite war movies is Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, and that was a good one. I, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I've got a poster hanging up in my bedroom. So, yeah, nice. yeah. Like, that was one of the few. That was one of the. I don't watch all that many. I don't tip this, but um, uh, Hacksaw Ridge is one of the few that i saw and um like i like that was that was a really good movie like i came out uh, after watching yeah. that was yeah that was that made quite the impression i think yeah. i think one of my favorite realistic war movies is black hawk down and, and granted, i haven't seen hacksaw ridge actually and so i need I, yeah i know i need to see it i've seen like 13 hours on survivor you know black hawk mm-hmm. down you know and, and and, and for me, I guess for me, I, I really enjoy like true stories. And when it comes to like those realistic war movies, I love the true stories. You know, I don't, I'm not always, I know it might sound depressing, but like I'm, I'm not always searching for the happy ending, you know, like I'm okay with it being real, you know, like I'd rather that, you know, and, and personally. Um, so, but you, you mentioned that question, Armin, and I'll, and I'll, you know, 
rebound it, ping pong it, pong it back to you, right? I think it's the correct okay. terminology here. Uh, but before you, I pong it back to you because that's how we're going to say it. Uh, let me go. I believe one of my favorite villains, and okay. this is another topic I want to talk to you about, Jonathan, is if you are big into Star Wars, oh, well, let me first ask, are you Star Wars or Star Trek? Um, I'm not really big into either, but I'm more into Star Wars. Oh, thank God. Um. <laughs> Um, one of my favorite <laughs> villains is Anakin, not Darth Vader, but Anakin. And you classify Anakin as a villain. I classify it. Yes. His, his drive for power. And that, I mean, in all evil, I feel like the, the villains drive is power, whether that's power over land, power over people, power over substances. Uh. I'm I'm actually I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to just disagree with you on that one. I don't think Anakin Anakin specifically. I don't think Anakin's drive is a drive for power. Anakin's drive is a drive for security, um, which comes it, through power. Like it comes. The whole point through, is that he had the he could wield the power to not let his wife die. Well, we saw how that went, but um, I'm, also, yeah, I'm just saying. Also, that, that also wasn't the point of Anakin. The point of Anakin was that he'd bring balance to the Force. Um, because he's, at least if you take Clone Wars as canon, um, that's like the being him being the chosen one, that was his role, to bring balance to the Force. So, like, I don't know. He was, you're, I think you're right. His obsession with his goals, yes, did turn him into a villain. But, um this is why, actually, this is uh, an interesting thing that uh, one of the uh, classes that I'm taking that we're going over is um, I would rather classify Anakin as a tragic character than a villainous character um, because tragic characters oftentimes have a, um, it's, what, uh, it's their fatal flaw. Um, if y'all have ever heard that term from uh, Greek mythology or lore or anything else like that. But tragic characters have a specific thing about them that is neither good nor bad. It can be seen as an admirable quality. It can be seen as a villainous quality, but that they have the best intentions and that drives them to ruin um, because they can't ignore that quality. And the more they do it, the more they pursue it, they inevitably end up incurring ruin upon themselves. So um, classic example to just get dark off the bat at 9.52 AM for us um, is uh, Oedipus Rex, which is a god-awful thing to read in the morning. But um, example, Oedipus's flaw, or his fatal flaw, is his pursuit of knowledge and order. As he tries to bring order to his kingdom, he tries to figure out what's going on and what's wrong, he learns more about his past, and that incurs his and his family's ruin. With Anakin, it's Anakin's pursuit of safety. It's his pursuit of um, uh, order, of essentially that balance or that security that he gets the galaxy and protecting the people he loves. And he pursues that too much, which makes him a tragic character, not particularly a villain Um, because uh, tragic characters can't be entirely villains. At least uh, if you look at uh, some scholarly texts on this Um, and I'm rambling here because I'm a nerd, but um, the way, uh, the way Aris, Saddle defines a uh, tragic character as a character that has to be likable. They can't be a bad character that has bad things happen to them because we don't feel remorse or we don't feel anything for them. So Anakin 
or at least, uh, I mean, this might be subjective in this case, but um, Anakin's fall is depressing as all get out to watch um, because he's a good person trying his best, but him trying his best is leading to his ruin. Okay. So therefore, I, I would not argue him as a villain at all. Anakin as a villain right. at all. I'd argue him as a tragic character. I think the actions that he takes can defy him as a villain. I mean, do you see superheroes going around slaughtering children? I'm just saying. Okay, no, but like at the same time, the slaughtering children thing, I, I'm counting this after his, after his change. No, but he still um, is Anakin. That's fair. That's fair. You know what I mean? That's um, what I mean. Like, I get, like, yeah, I get book one and book two. He's very, like, but even in book two, he starts turning a little bit. That's for, for his for fair. his drive, like you said, for his drive for security, which drives yeah. him to power, which drives him to this tragedy, right? But I'm saying yeah. I don't in my head, I get he can technically be called Darth Vader before he actually even becomes what we know if you say Darth Vader, what the image comes in your mind is. Yeah. And I get in my head, I always imagine exactly. I always imagine Darth Vader as and if I hear that, it's him once he's once he's burnt. Like that's becomes that's, like cause because in my yeah. head. And the raising because he's like quote unquote reborn, uh, and, and so that's that's my thought process in it. And so that's fair. Um, I would make the argument, and once again, this is entirely like if we were debating this in like a scholarly fashion, <laughs> I would have a better rebuttal. But um, I would I would still debate that um, Anakin yes, Anakin's change and Anakin does become Anakin may become a villain before he particularly becomes Darth Vader. But um, he still started off, like, I would classify that time period of him still being Anakin, but not being called Vader yet. I would still classify that as his ruin okay. in terms of, um, in terms of, uh, and the reason why it's his ruin is because um, the, once again, with these tragic characters, the things that take them, or the things that cause invoke the most tragedy is a reversal of their core idea or a reversal of their core thing that they hold on to um uh so like for oedipus it was uh um morality it was if he was a just king uh for king lear if y'all ever uh shakespeare for king lear it's his daughter's love um that he gets essentially utterly rejected from um so with Anakin, he becomes the one thing that he fought against the whole time. He, that's the core, like a reversal of Anakin's ideal as, yeah. as a Jedi. He becomes not only Sith, but the worst Sith. I mean, let's be honest here. Worst could be implied in multiple ways. He was not that good of a Darth Vader. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, fair enough, but like in terms of what he did. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get that. So. Well, I wasn't expecting that long-winded rebuttal there. I won't lie. I won't lie. I, mean, I don't think Johnson it, it's was either. me. I don't know why you... It's me. You should expect me to ramble. <laughs> so who's your favorite villain? Like what, like, what villain is it that drives you to enjoy his or her persona? persona? I appreciated... Uh, see, the thing is, like, I, I've appreciated several villains across um, just pretty much anything, but I... I get very annoyed with specific types of villains. I think, honestly, if we're staying on Marvel, Thanos annoyed me. I didn't find Thanos a particularly good villain. 
Um, I did find Loki a good one in the original Avengers. Okay. And especially in Thor 2. He wasn't particularly a villain, but I like what they did with him there. Yeah. Although, honestly, in terms of complexities, Jack Nicholson's Joker was a very good one. Huh. Um, in the, like, I think it's the 1987 Batman. I actually haven't seen that one. I didn't um, but I, Heath Ledger did a good job later on. He's my favorite, um, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger did a good job. Jared Leto. Yeah. Mixed feelings. Um, and, uh, but I do like, uh, I tend not to go for the, the villains a villain because they have a mental problem. Um, and Joker is about the one this, eh. later on, they turned Joker into that, but I appreciate Jack Nicholson's performance of Joker in the beginning. Was there something you wanted to say, Jonathan? No, I, I'm just finding this all very interesting. <laughs> Well, glad I'm good. I was hoping you weren't. Be- <laughs> yeah. We weren't bored. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, no, I love your guys's rants. <laughs> well, well, that's good. To hear. <laughs> that's a good thing. That is a good thing. Um, Makes you feel a little bit better. Oh, yeah. it does actually. That does, that does, that does give me a question for you, Jonathan. So we mentioned it a lot, and we talk about how slow this book feels or this series feels. As someone who has read this series through multiple times and under like it had it, even if you can remember back to like one of the first times you read it, not maybe like the first time, but one of those first few times, is it, and I hate to say it this way, is it, does it feel just as slow if you're able to read it at like a normal pace? No, I think it, I feel like it has pretty good pacing. Okay. I mean, there's, okay. we, there's definitely chapters and, you know, where it slows down, like when they're traveling, what is it from farther endure to up to Elsmira? Yeah. That whole chunk yeah. is a little slow, but I mean, there's always going to be a little bit of that, but otherwise it flows pretty well. Okay. That makes me feel That's a little fair. bit better. Yeah. I, I feel um, bad. Cause like, I know that like we can only take so much uh, section at a time, you know? And so like, I feel like, and don't get me wrong. Going weekly has helped me feel like this book has moved faster to begin yeah. with. So instead of bi-weekly. Um, but oh, I had another question about oh that was it in the Aragon series Inheritance Cycle if we haven't if we haven't come to the section don't tell me the answer but have and what is your favorite section of the series or what's your favorite part of the series and then again if we haven't come to it don't say it and if you have something that is if you have some, a section that you really enjoyed that was that we have covered what is that um, my favorite section is definitely coming towards the end of this book. Okay. Um, I'll leave it All at right. that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just one of my favorite piece, parts of the book. So I'm excited to see you guys read through it and just kind of talk about it. So Okay. Intriguing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. um, and then did you have a favorite section that we have covered? Or like a part that you really enjoy that we have covered? It all flows into like one big book after a while. So I'm trying to pick <laughs> out certain parts. Um, I do like the opening of Brissinger. I love with, that. Uh, just, yeah. yeah, with Hellgrind and everything like that. I, I think that's really cool. Yeah. And yeah, if you guys were reading at a normal pace, it it feels pretty paced out pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Except for like that one up ep- or one chapter 
somewhere in there where it just kind of slows down a yeah, little too much. But I think that's when yeah. is that when Aragon is traveling back from Helgrin? Yeah. Okay. It's it still moves pretty good though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um Sorry, I skipped my mind. Um, I think so far my favorite section. I love the reveal of Murtog. The I was about to say the reveal of Murtog is up there for me. Um, Just because of the book long motif that went along with it. That was, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, So I think that's one of my favorite favorite sessions. Yeah. I do have a question for you guys. Um, Always. What or where has if you've traveled somewhere, what has been your favorite like spot you've went? I'll let you go first, Armin. You've traveled more than I have, so my answer is not um extra extensive. Well, uh I'm a preface Jonathan. Have you uh traveled extensively? Um I've done a little bit. I've done quite a bit in the U.S. and then just a couple out of the U.S. Yeah. A couple I'm trips. Fairly similar. I've been most everywhere except for the Pacific Northwest in the U.S. Um, yeah. Um, and I've been to uh, I've been to France, Ireland, and England. Um, must say, there's a lot of favorite places in all those uh, countries. But um, my favorite of all time is. Uh, if you ever get the chance, go to uh, Galway, Ireland. Uh, it's where okay. some of my family is. And um, we went to see them a, a couple of years ago. And um, there's, it's right on the west coast of Ireland. And there's a bay. Um, there's a big old, like, it's just Galway Bay. And it's lined with rocks. And it's just nothing but the Atlantic from there out. It's, not, it's just a lovely town. It's just, there. everybody's so nice there. It's just a very pleasant, nice, happy city. And the bay is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Um, it's honestly, and it's, it's a bay. Like I've seen plenty of them, but for some reason it just hits a bit different because um, Ireland is a gorgeous place. Um, and so was England. I got, I was fortunate enough to uh, travel to and tour around England with my choir. Um, and uh, we saw some, pretty amazing things although i'm gonna be entirely honest stonehenge is not worth the line the, the, <laughs> honestly honestly the pictures look cooler than it does in real life <laughs> like, um, um, it's how red felt too yeah it's it's a little underwhelming um because you see i mean you see it like you see it on a regular basis just in like day-to-day media um and it's it, it's like a couple bricks piled on one another. But, um, <laughs> uh, I'm a, I, pretty much anywhere in Ireland is gorgeous. Northern England, some of the like uh, some of the uh, churches and chapels and the uh, cathedrals in uh, northern England are and in southern England too, but in, are absolutely gorgeous. Uh, we went and sang in uh, one that was Ely Cathedral um, that I, I can't remember exactly where it was. But I think it's one of the most beautiful churches I've ever been in. It's um, uh, it had a dome, and its capstone on the dome was held up by these six massive arches that had been shaped from trees, like just full lengths of trees that had gone up, and it was it was amazing. That is pretty dope. That sounds really cool. Yeah, it was, it was 
gorgeous. Um, I I have done very little traveling, both in and out of the U.S. Um, if I ever traveled in the U.S., it was mainly towards family. Uh, so we never really did extensive trips to just see the city. Uh, you know, so like my, my grandparents are both in Iowa and Florida. Uh, and then my sister, uh, she was out in Washington when she went to college. So we went out there and saw her and when she graduated. So a lot of my U.S. traveling was very um, family-based. It was never really like, let's go on a trip-based type thing. Um, uh, so my favorite trip is the only trip that I really took out of the country, which was uh, to Portugal this past September with my fiance. Um, and I just, it, I really enjoyed the wine and the port and the cheese. Like I, we, yeah, like I, yeah, we just, yeah. yeah, we had a lot of it and it was really good and it was really <laughs> affordable, which is even nicer. Um, yeah. and, but the, the big thing is that uh, we, uh, I think for me, one of the biggest things for, for Portugal that I really enjoyed it kind of going based off of what Arno was talking about. Cause I really do enjoy really like beautiful buildings and such and like great architecture. Um, so like when we were in Porto in Portugal, there are these couples of like, it just like, if you look across on the river, it just looks gorgeous on both sides. Like you can go on either side and see the gorgeousness across the river, which is amazing, which was fantastic. And we had a room, like a hotel room that was like, it was practically facing the water. So we had a gorgeous, gorgeous view looking in, out on the water those nights. And then we took a boat tour, which is even like cooler to be able to like take the boat, boat tour and then go down and like see it while you're on the river and see what it looks like, you know, as if you're looking at like a panoramic kind of view. Uh, so that was really cool for me. But I think for me, again, talking about random cathedrals or, or churches, there is this bone cathedral that we, that we went to. And basically it was just, it's, that's what it was. It was a cathedral made out of bones, which was just epic. And it was like, the walls were bones. The ceiling was bone. There was a hanging skeleton. It it was, it was crazy. It it was, it was really cool, but it it was like, whoa. Like I, what, I felt like if I went to France, it was in the catacombs. That's felt like, that's what it felt like almost. But it was like, that's where they went to go worship, you know? So it was really cool. Forget, I forget what town that's in. Wow. So where have you traveled that you really enjoyed? Um, well, I've had a couple, a couple big trips that were a lot of fun. Um, uh, I went to Italy, and then I've been to New Zealand, and those were both. You lucky amazing. bastard! I want to go to New Zealand <laughs> so fucking bad. I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan, and I just want to go see all of that. Yeah, that's that's why I went. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah but in italy um we stayed in a town called ferrara and oh my goodness it's beautiful it's the only if i remember right it's the only city with a castle with a moat in it in all of italy oh that's cool that's really cool yeah i actually just came out of studying italy my in uh, my major um Oh, that's that's awesome! Yeah, it was it's so cool. I got to see so much cool art because uh, you know got to go to Florence and oh yeah, yeah. E- just everywhere. So yeah. All right, does New Zealand live up to the hype as like a? So I'm assuming you're a Lord of the Rings fan because you just said that was the reason you went out there. 
does it does it live up to the hype of going out there? Um, I think so. Um, we went during a drought and it was still absolutely uh, gorgeous. Well, so okay. Did you guys get to like backpack or something, or would you guys? No. So uh, it was actually for my Make a Wish that we got to go. Okay. So um, yeah, we got to go to Hobbiton, um, the place where they filmed. Uh, where the tr- the trolls turned to stone in the Hobbit. Yep. Ooh, nice. Um, and then we got to go to Weta Workshop and see okay. all like the props and how they made movies and everything like that. So, Dang. yeah, that's yeah. that's that's awesome. I want to go surf in New Zealand, and I want to go and explore the mount- the, the mountainsides and the hillsides. Yeah. that's yeah. Um, yeah, if you we, don't we have gotta any- go to the. Sorry. Good. We only got to go to the North Island. So, and I've heard the South Island is even more beautiful. There's two? I thought there's only the one. Oh, okay. No, there's two. Yeah. Well, I've learned my one thing for the day. I'm good to go to bed. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, if you, I mean, we'll, we'll ask one more question here. If, if you don't have anything else to say, we'll wrap it up here. Um, do you have a question that you'd like to ask us or? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Do you have one off the top of your head? Short that you can't ramble on. Just, just throw that out there, buddy. Dude, you're asking too much of me, my guy. <laughs> so... <laughs> okay. I, I got nothing. I'm very tired. <laughs> With the characters that we have met in the Inheritance Cycle, which one do you think is, well, which one's your favorite? And then also, which one do you think has the best story arc? But it, it, you uh-huh. don't have to explain why. I, honestly, I don't even want to know why because we're only halfway through the third book. I want to read the series and try to figure it out for myself. But it, well, who's your favorite character? And then who, who's, what, who's the character that you think has the best story arc? So my favorite character is Auric because I love dwarves. So, and he's just, he's amazing. Yeah. Um, Oh, and yeah. then my favorite character arc is probably Murtag. Okay. So, nice. Yeah. Honestly, oh. off, the, off the bat, I agree, honestly. That gives me so, some goosebumps. Gives me some goosebumps. Yeah. Because, like, like, again, like I want that Tron moment with, with Murtag. You know, I think that'd be fantastic if we get the Tron moment. <sighs> with his whole dragon turned to blue. I'm just kidding. Uh, Uh, jonathan thank you so much for joining us thank you for all your support yeah we it's people like you and people who listen and if you're listening people like you too uh it's it's all you guys that help drive us to do this every week and wake up when we're not wanting to or record way later than we should and getting mad at armin when he doesn't wake up it's all the things i woke up I i woke up this time you woke up one minute right before I texted you. I still woke up this time. Whatever. <laughs> He's here. He's present. I'll give him that. Um, but thank you guys so much. And Jonathan, thank you for joining us today. It was a blast. I really hope you actually enjoyed it. I know you didn't ask many questions or talk that much, but I really do hope you enjoyed listening to us ramble and go on our tangents as we always do. So um, thank you guys for having me it was it really was a blast hearing armin just rant about everything so 
<laughs> and you and you guys too can see a live version of Armin ranting if you want go to our patreon and sign up uh, yeah <laughs> so it's definitely yes that's <laughs> exactly me that's it, that's <laughs> it. Um, yeah i don't really think i have anything else to say on this one uh armin do you have anything else to say i i did not jonathan thank you so much for joining us and uh just talking with us and supporting us we really appreciate it man all right, Jonathan, do you want to do the honors? Sure. And that's a wrap. Lights and Alley is produced by Chip and Armin. Hosted by Chip and Armin. Rated by Chip and Armin. Edited by Chip. Music is by Oscar Barbeza. Website is by Chip. Illustrations are by Birdie Taylor. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.